Hey, it's Amy Newmark. Please enjoy this rerun of one of my favorite episodes from last year. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I bring you holiday inspiration from our book, Chicken Soup for the Soul. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Today we're going to talk about homemade gifts. And I'll share a couple of great ideas from our writers who used homemade gifts to create holiday traditions and values. Janelle Michael decided to do something in the homemade category when her children were 19 and 17, and she was feeling overwhelmed by how soon they would truly be on their own. She wanted to do something that Christmas that would show them how much she loved them. She says, Being a good kindergarten teacher, I chose to use the five senses as my way of accomplishing this most important assignment. It would require a separate gift for each sense for them to open on Christmas morning. For the sense of sight, she gave each of them a framed photo of the three of them together. The gift that involved the sense of taste was a recipe book that she put together containing some of their favorite dishes that she had made over the years. That took some real work because Janelle had to figure out the measurements for a lot of her ingredients, ones that she usually just threw in by instinct. For the sense of smell, she bought each of them a small bottle of her favorite perfume. That way, if they were missing her when they moved out, they could smell the perfume and feel closer to her. The sense of touch required a lot of work. Janelle took fleece blankets and hand appliqued a cutout of her hand with a red heart in the palm. For the sense of hearing, she gave them a CD that contained a song called Find Your Wings. She was trying to convey that she had given them roots at home, but she was okay now with giving them wings as well. Janelle was so excited when Christmas morning finally came. She saved the five special gifts for the end, and then she explained how she was using these five gifts to convey her love. As the kids opened the last of the five gifts, the blankets, Janelle realized they had tears in their eyes. She was feeling pretty good about how her kids were appreciating their five gifts. It had worked. They understood how much she loved them and that she knew they were becoming adults and moving forward in their lives. But then her daughter, Melissa, asked tearfully, Mom, are you dying? Well, Janelle got that memorable Christmas, right? Judy Harch and her husband, Chris, were also into homemade Christmases. But in their case, it was almost like they had Santa's workshop in their house. They started their workshop 20 years ago when Chris decided it would be fun to teach their grandchildren how to make things in his workshop in their basement. Even though the boys were only in preschool, they were soon equipped with tiny carpenter aprons made by Judy, and they were learning how to make their parents homemade Christmas gifts. They started with simple items like wooden trivets or wood trays they decorated themselves, but over the years, they learned how to use a scroll saw to make intricate Christmas tree ornaments, and even graduated to using welding equipment. Meanwhile, Judy ran an alternate workshop in the kitchen for her granddaughter making glass ornaments. That all started 20 years ago, but even now that the grandchildren are in their 20s, 
they come back to visit their grandparents' workshop, and they're just as excited about making gifts today as they were when they were little kids. You know, you don't need a whole workshop to start a homemade gift tradition in your own family. You could create something at your kitchen table, and it could be a lot less involved. What kids love is tradition and continuity, something to look forward to each year. Somehow, even though they're growing up, they still love doing the things they've always done, even the things they started doing when they were little kids. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. You can pick up a copy at Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Amazon, and wherever else you like to get your books. Look for the beautiful blue cover with an outdoor winter scene. It's really pretty, and we're very proud of it. And by the way, even though we call it a Christmas book, it's filled with stories about Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, and New Year's, too. You can also head over to chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. You'll see a link to the book there, and you can read about what's inside it. I'm also sharing stories from the book all month. So sign up for the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast to automatically get the episodes. In closing, I'm Amy Newmark, and I want to thank you for joining me today. Come back next time for a couple of stories from our new book about forgiveness. This is an important topic, and we're going to talk about what happens when you carry around resentments instead of leaving them behind you in the past where they belong. The power of forgiveness can transform your holidays And I'll share some tips that will help you feel lighter and freer as you approach all those holiday gatherings.